welcome. This is For Your Conscious Consideration with Nicole and Candace. This is Candace. Hey guys, this is Nicole. We're coming at you on a nice, uh, well, when we're recording it, it's a nice Sunday evening for me, almost. Sunday afternoon for Nicole. And yeah, we were just talking about how we really just dived into this project and started the podcast. And if you are not familiar with us, you're probably really, really fucking confused what's happening right now. So we are going yeah. to release a like short little meet us, I guess, and like our intro, our backstory. We kind of referenced some of it, but just to give you guys um, a little background of our intention and our experience and all of that stuff coming into here. So like where we're coming with, you know, these things that we're talking about and why there are such interest to us. So that will be coming soon. You'll, you'll see that up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, actually today we're recording on new moon solar eclipse and cancer, which is some pretty powerful energy. Um, uh, yeah, it is today, isn't it? It's um, today. Yeah. So, I, oh, that's a perfect. We didn't mention this beforehand, but would you, again, like to give us our astro report, our astrological forecast? Yeah, with the new moon, so solar eclipse in the sign of Cancer, it's also the summer solstice, which just means a lot of shifting of energy. So, summer solstice represents the shifting of the poles and the balancing out of energy. So we go from winter into summer in the Northern Hemisphere and in the Southern Hemisphere, they're transitioning into winter. So there's just like this kind of flip-flop. So it always represents a time of balance and the karmic sands turning <laughs> to be poetic Ooh, about it. Sands of time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Very poetic. But yeah, so that coupled with this new moon solar eclipse which is just really heightened, intense energy for new moons specifically start new cycles and begin new things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a, an eclipse kind of has this, this destruction feel to it. So rather than this feeling of new growth, it's still a destruction period, which is obviously very in line with what's happening right now in the world. And then in the sign of cancer, which is the sign that represents home and your kind of kinship and the relationships that you have with yourself and others and very inner, inner shell type of feeling. So that's kind of what we're all like yeah. getting, we're highlighting and really focusing on right now in accordance to the stars. And mm -hmm. this is kind of, it, it still is opening up a new cycle. So the next coming six months, we'll see the the unfolding of what this new moon solar eclipse and cancer is going to be for all of us so i'm excited to see it this one snuck up on me like summer solstice i feel like everything just snuck up on a little bit mm -hmm. of everybody well i can say for me but yeah totally. my moon's in cancer so that is part of me just being that heart-led emotional like craving for home wanting just to like be home as much as I can now even in the summer when it's like mm. so exciting to be out I'm like yeah I love going for walks and then coming immediately home even though it's hot as balls in our place but you know what still just want to be at home so um mm -hmm. I'm excited to see just what's going to come because you know it can be emotional time for me I feel like and, and many but it's always super cleansing and super clarifying after so I'm super excited for that <laughs> we all yeah, need a little bit of that right absolutely definitely um, and I think that that's think exactly that's... how I feel <laughs> like yeah I was like I was like yeah wow I've been lost in my emotions for the past few days feeling like I feel okay with it but I think everyone in my life is like are are you okay and I'm like yeah I'm fine what do you mean and yeah I'm just swimming in it and I'm like it will be over soon <laughs> it will make sense yeah at some point letting it flow letting it flow as it can down the river of life that's all we do but yeah I think that actually provides a really cool cool sure but like a, a really nice foundation for the conversation that we're going to have today so actually surprise we kind of have a topic today <laughs> the last episode we yeah. were it was raw like you said we were a little bit just off the cuff and going with it but hey we're showing up how we can authentically here which mm -hmm. is the space that we are setting intentionally and by action so today we have a topic 
and to give us a little bit more of a range. And really, Nicole, this is something we've been seeing. I'm sure a lot of people have been seeing, understanding. And we wanted, of course, to take such a huge topic and try to funnel it down in, you know, 40 minutes because that's because they're masochistic. But we mm -hmm. wanted to talk about white supremacy today, but in the aspect and through the lens of how it relates to our culture of grinding, or we can say just like working um, to live, or no, working, actually working to live and living to work in the same way. You know, I I've never felt yeah. the difference between that, to be honest. I get mm. the intention, but I'm like, I don't want to work to live and I don't want to live only to work either. So, huh? I never really got that. That's another conversation, maybe. <laughs> that's another, that's another episode. That's going on the the list <laughs> that's going on the list but yeah so we want to talk about just like grind culture and basically try to again speak from our experience and what we are tackling in our own lives moment to moment and sharing that so I really think that's where really the title came from when I was thinking of it and I was kind of like sending all these ideas to Nicole I was like I want it to be a place that me and Nicole have these conversations and people could just be like oh I can consider that like I was like I just wanted to be like for your consideration but like consciously like because we are conscious beings we are in in through again through our intention and our action trying to be as intentional um and as conscious and as awake as we can in this time when it's really easy to check out and so that's why we we came up with you know for your conscious consideration we want to come with our experience on these topics that can feel super massive but we can hopefully break them down in a way that feels really personal and that can open the way for you to also personalize them and integrate them and work with them. Beautifully said. Yes. Does that make sense? <laughs> that made sense. Cool. Checking, just checking. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think you've said it before and we're mentioning now, like our experience is the only thing we can give and we're not just, uh, we're, anything we say, we're not being like, this is for you specifically. We always want you to be asking yourself what is right for you. And so hopefully the, yeah. these conversations help you find inspired action throughout your day, your life. Yeah. So let's get into it for today. I want to ask, like, cause Nicole, I think you first mentioned this. Why mm -hmm. did you think this was something we like, you wanted to kind of tackle and, and speak through? Yeah, I think right now with everything happening and at least on my own instagram feed there's so much push for information about the civil rights movement the racial injustice justice that has continued to happen and it feels very external it feels like somebody else is doing it and we are just kind of a part of that world like the government's doing it somebody else is like other white people are being racist other people are being racist and realizing that I feel like there's this really heavy, I don't know how to put it into words, but I think you are understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like, it's very mm -hmm. like external rather than what is going on within me that is making this happen. Right. And I think this topic specifically helps us dig into our everyday lives outside of the lens of just racism and notice mm -hmm. how our everyday lives are perpetuating racism in a way that is almost like it's it's a it's magna it's like getting that magnifying glass out and like really going to the roots. I saw a meme of um a little propaganda art thing where it was mm -hmm. the crowd was tearing down the statues of the people and there was still the roots were still really deeply attached mm -hmm. into the ground. And I was like, that's what we need to do. We need to get into the like yeah. soil and we need to dig up the roots. And so like by doing yeah. that, you look at all these little aspects of your life and. I think grind culture, it's like these patterns, systemic racism is ingrained to the way that we use Instagram, the way that we profit off of our friends and family and not just a financial way, but like we we're, we're built from the system. And so like, we're not just not a part of it and it's happening around us. We are built in the system. So I really think that this is such a good thing to start digging into and being like, why? Yes. In what ways do I perpetuate capitalism, patriarchy, white supremacy, systematic racism within like the coffee that I drink, you know? Exactly. And it's overwhelming. It's honestly, it reminds me so much, just what you said, that it reminds me so much about the good place, spoiler alert, 
to anybody who hasn't gotten there. I think it's season three or four now. I got, I caught up. But basically yes. they're talking about it's how like done. the system, they're like, okay, cool. So spoiler, but so, but they're talking about the, how the <laughs> yeah. system is like broken because now all of our decisions, it's like, if you have a cup of coffee, you have that cup of coffee for like all, so everybody was like going to hell essentially because like you have that cup yes. of coffee off the backs of like child workers in Colombia who like, so it's like all mm-hmm. goes back, but it's like, just having a cup of coffee and it's like how there's no it's so hard to find just like clean lines of of knowing exactly like that what you are purchasing what you are buying was made sustainably or in a way that supported the person or the artist or whoever you know that there's a whole clean you know morally clean line super hard to do that now but the thing is is that yeah it's sometimes unfathomable how deeply rooted we are in this but the first thing to say is okay, it seems as though there's a lot of pieces within me that are, that have led to this continuing to happen for so many years. And it doesn't matter, you know, at this point, I really don't care as much as like what you have done before. It's kind of like, if you're willing to fucking, oh my God, did you hear about that tattoo shop? Where was it? I think it was like in Florida, maybe it was like a tattoo shop that was like offering for free to to cover up people's racist tattoos. And they put out a yes. statement that was like, we want to be supportive. If you want to make a change, we want to help you do that. And I was like, that is such a succinct, beautiful way where it's like a tattoo artist, right. what can they do for this movement? They can help mm-hmm. people like recreate their identity and say, it's okay if you had that mm-hmm. in the past, let's band-aid that up with something else that can be inspiring for the future. Like this is where we can look for the future. And of course there's so much to like heal within ourselves to be able to like cleanly go to the future, but like we can still practice that. And I think that's a lot of what we're going to get to at least a a lesson that I've found from putting this into practice this past Mm -hmm. week is, is just putting it into the the damn practice, you know, and doing it. And yes, there's so much information, but it's like, what are you doing with the information? Like, it's great that you're downloading all of this, but like, let's start putting into action. And that, and one of these ways that we can like investigate and have this self-reflection, self-conversation is through looking at grind culture as a pillar of, a pillar, I would say, honestly, like a absolutely. modern pillar of kind of white mm-hmm. supremacy and patriarchy even and, and all that uh, absolutely stuff. So where do we start? So two of the biggest, resources that I definitely am going to recommend, but also just personally like inspirations that I found throughout, you know, a few months, but also a few last week has been first the NAP ministry, which is a whole beautiful movement that literally is rest as a revolution. And it's beautiful. And please go to NAP. I believe it's napministry.org possibly. If not, it's Mm -hmm. um, there, the NAP ministry on Instagram. So you can find all of them there and search the NAP ministry and you'll absolutely find them. It's beautiful. And it's um, a revolution. They're basically doing rest is a revolution saying that, especially for people of color, for black people who are, we have such trauma, like generational trauma in our bodies of being worked to exhaustion, which we will talk about in another resource that I will share that that is still within us. It's, it's been in our bloodline. And, and at this point where we are now for true, you know, we look at the future of equality and equity and where we are, it's like the most revolutionary thing we as black people can do is to fucking rest mm-hmm. and to seek joy and to seek ease in our bodies, in our minds, in our spirits from to, to counteract all of those years, centuries of trauma. And so yeah. I think that's just one, a beautiful mission. And I, I have a few like quotes that I literally wanted to, cause I was like, let me do some research or whatever. Like, what can I share about them? And one of the first ones that, you know, came up and they have beautiful just quotes that are like gorgeous reminders when I'm looking at them on Instagram is taking a nap is a small resurrection. And I love that. And it says, mm-hmm. grind culture, white supremacy and capitalism seeks to create a spiritual death by disconnecting us from our worth and divinity as human beings. Naps offer us a space to resurrect. Resurrection is the act of bringing back to practice, notice, use, or vibrancy, a revival. We will resurrect rest. And Yes, it is, you know, definitely a movement that is focused on the Black population, but I think in 
all, again, for all of us, black, white, brown, of all shapes and sizes, it's like we are all caught up and feeling, most of us, I can't say for all, but most of us are at least in this world that is perpetuating a grinding of our bodies, of our minds and being put on overdrive. And I don't think it's any surprise how, how apparent this is now with a global, you know, quarantine and shutdown where people are like losing their damn minds that they can't work at the rate that they were. And now they're finally forced to slow down. And I feel like a lot of people are understanding like, wait a second, this feels good. Do I have to go back to, you know, this grinding, grinding and why am I doing this? And, and what is this? And so, yeah, it's been something, especially seeing the Nat ministry and some more of the things that they've shared. I also love this one. <laughs> These are just quotes that are on, but it's like, y'all got me fucked up if you think I'm going to disrespect my ancestors to be a tool for toxic capitalism. And I said, now, if I could get that tattooed on my back, y'all got me fucked up. I just love how you with that. Are you doing tattoos for people who For this? For Nat Ministry? Yeah. I was just, it's, but seriously, and I think that also goes into Mm -hmm. another point of just like what we are creating the new and what we are choosing to bring in. And as far as honoring our ancestors and how we can do that. And also I know an, another quote that they've shared is you don't have to earn rest. And that's mm. a huge one that will come into my head constantly where I'm like, okay, well, let me do this and then I'll rest. And it's like, sometimes that's a good pace of my energy. And sometimes I can tell it's like, girl, if you're tired right now, why, why can you not just softly go and nap for 15 minutes or 50 or just close your eyes and sit somewhere for 15 minutes why can you not why do you feel like you can't Mm -hmm. and get and not let myself move until I can give myself a satisfactory answer those are some practices I've had I also just I'm super excited this is a resource I've kept hearing about this that really talks about radical self-love radical self-care in the form of rest and it's our girl Sonia Renee Taylor's book the body is not an apology which I just downloaded on audible I cannot wait to get into it. I can't wait to share my thoughts about that after. But um, yeah, there was, I think this is also from the Nat Ministry is they said, as the grind culture slows down, will you? And I think that was, again, another, and I'm, I know I'm just throwing out quotes right now, but I think these are also really helpful so reflections of, and ways for us to think about these big topics where we that in a way that doesn't get overwhelming. Cause I know even for us, mm-hmm. me and Nicole were like, let's talk about white supremacy and grind culture. I was like, <laughs> okay. Like, no, seriously. And I have to research and like have a definition for what and I'm like, you know what? Again, it's not, you know what? It's not my place. Everybody has Google. Google does it better. There's so many incredible exactly. women and men, a lot of them black. So please support them that are mm-hmm. dedicating their lives to these studies and these beautiful definitions in these ways that we can all wrap our heads around it in one way. So please look it up. But as far as us talking about grind culture, it's like, this is how it comes to me. It's me feeling like I need to earn rest. It's me feeling like a good day justifying or, or me and Nicole had a conversation about this, but like categorizing a good day as a day where I did, where I completed a task or I did something on the computer or I did anything like, Oh, that that's a good day it's, it's not allowing, you know, it's, it's how I decide to use my own vacation being an entrepreneur and when I will actually just allow myself to have a day off and what I do with an actual day off. Do I still continue to work just to feel cool? Do I feel like sharing when only when I'm working on projects and not when I'm relaxing? Do I get antsy when I'm, do I get, you know, not wanting to share something because I feel like people think I'm never working, whatever it is. These are, mm-hmm. these are the, the things that come up for me where these quotes, like as grind culture slows down, as we are actually all slowed down, will you, will you choose to slow down again? Will yeah. you choose to continue perpetuating and living in a culture that, you know, is dangerous for everyone really, mm-hmm. but obviously is, is really taking the lives of a lot of people of color, a lot of people, minority groups of all kinds, trans people, LGBTQ, like Mm -hmm. grind culture. It's not just, oh, you know, just capitalism. It's where you're spending your money. It's like Sonia Renee Taylor Mm -hmm. talked to you about like why you want things fast 
and, and flow, like what you're willing yeah. to just be patient for. Why are we not as patient as we, as we used to be, you know, like it's, it, it's really dismantling a lot of things. But again, I think it's really you asking yourselves these questions. And I hope that these quotes and these resources that we're sharing, like allow you to do your own deeper research and ask yourselves these questions, just like we're doing. So that's, that's one of my pieces. I'll, I'll share one. You, you talk for a bit. <laughs> later. No, I think that that was perfect because it led me, it's leading me into like so many thoughts of just one being like, we could sit here and try and fumble over the words and definitions of all of the things that are coming up and try and be a resource like that. But we know that that's not what this is and not who we are mm-hmm. in this. And so I guess it's kind of laying that foundation. I feel like knowing that whatever we say, let it inspire you, let it go research, have your search bar open while you're listening to this podcast and be like, wait, what is that mm-hmm. grind culture? I haven't even done that. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like word if you need to <laughs> do what you need to do. But yeah, no, please like this. I, I feel like this is a conversation with us that we know yeah. a lot of people. And I've, I think both of us in so many ways, and that's what one of my resources is, is basically like conversations with these two incredible black women. But I've just really underestimated the power of a conversation. And I think a lot of us right now are understanding the power of a simple conversation one-on-one. And Mm -hmm. if that's you and me right now and the people that are tuning in and just feeling like it's, you know, three on three type of thing. Oh, hey, Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, (laughs) sorry, sorry for the kids. But like, you know, it's, it's so intimate and it's so beautiful just to know other people are also reveling in this or, or reveling in this is not the right word, but like, what am I trying to think? Like just grinding our gears about these things mm-hmm. and experiencing them and, and taking them moment by moment. So I feel like it's, right. it's just nice to know that you're not doing it alone, just to hear other people going through the shit too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think another thing that kind of sparks like on top of that too, knowing, knowing that in these conversations, me being a white woman, Candace being a black woman, knowing I feel like during these times, it's so easy to kind of project our own perspective on what, when we're listening to somebody else's perspective. So I know Mm -hmm. what I've been doing. Like, I've been very aware of myself of like knowing who I'm listening to and not categorizing them into one category and knowing that there are certain, there are certain people that that person is talking to. So I guess that that's me laying my foundation that when I'm speaking, 99.9% of the time I'm speaking to white people and white passing people. And so I just want to say that and knowing that the things that I say of going even deeper into that is like you were saying, the NAP ministry is definitely a revolution and a movement focused for black people. And yes, it's still beneficial to white people to do that. So I was trying to say like, know that in these moments you notice if you're excluding yourself from the idea and just be like, did you hear the NAP ministry and be like, oh, that's for black people. I can't be a part of that. If you're a white person and Mm -hmm. notice those parts. And I think what I've been like, just the way that I've been viewing myself and making sure I take the step further to become more aware is knowing that I can take in the information and the knowledge and the wisdom of the NAP ministry while keeping the awareness that black people going through this are going through it completely differently like that I think that that's the thing that's how it's that duality of holding both holding you can be present in this and you also have to be very aware that the other bodies in this space don't have the same privilege of you so that's just I think I wanted to say that that's what I was trying to say just always be checking your privilege is the easiest Mm. way to say that I guess (laughs) I love um, I, that could that could spin me off to so I just had so many ideas but I'm really gonna try to practice decisiveness okay. here but no that was down. beautiful yeah no thank you for for setting that space because yeah again we're not saying any of this is is easy but you can definitely I always believe you can find ease in any challenge in any difficulty mm. that's another thing that I've heard in so many other spaces and and so many women of all colors have told me just kind of asking for ease when you can in every moment when you can and just act, just the practice of asking for it 
I believe they also mentioned this in, in Girl Check, who I'll mention next. But yeah, just like just at least asking, getting in the practice of trying to get your mind to start thinking about how you can find ease in situations. That's just like an, another easy way of, of starting to crack away at this grinding of like, how can I make this easier? And like, it does easy feel like a bad word to you like it did to me? Does lazy or easy or like, yeah, like I feel like lazy mm-hmm. and easy were the words that were the most defensive and really hurt my like soul for a while. And I, not my soul, really hurt my ego for a while because mm-hmm. my soul didn't give me yeah. it. My soul was like, girl, fine, like get over it. But being considered lazy, being considered like as things coming easy to me or or allowing things just to be easy for me, um, getting almost addicted to grinding away, getting and of course, because it gets glorified is like, oh, yeah, like I was working three jobs in college and going to college and getting straight A's. Yeah, I did that shit. And it's like, yeah, mm. I am fucking impressed. But I'm also like really saddened for myself. Mm. I'm like, dude, and I yeah. don't worry, I did it. But like, I'm just kind of like, why did I feel like I had to though? Like, I'm right. yes, it's super impressive. But, but, but at what cost? And, and I also remember getting sick multiple times, having throat infections like every three months and mm-hmm. having like actual nervous breakdowns. I would have to like drive back home and just like leave it all. Like it was, what was it worth to have those accolades right. that, you know, that we're hanging, you know, what degrees are we hanging on our wall that we're like honoring our struggle more than the faith that we had or the love that we had for ourselves or the softer mm. moments of those processes. I think that I didn't have this as a note, but I yes. think that's a, another way we can start looking at just our achievements. And instead of honoring like, oh yeah, I remember I stayed up all night till 2 a.m. doing that like struggle bus. Like, no, right. honor that you fucking had the tenacity that you wanted to finish it. And so you stayed up and you did it because you're committed, because you're devoted. Like honor that you, honor the part that leads with your heart, you know, like yeah. Honor that part of the experience rather than the comp competition. How hard could I push my body in not a healthy way? You know, like how, mm-hmm. how much could I push the limit? How much could I do in the shortest amount of time? Mm-hmm. Why? You know, exactly. So, and it's like, for what you said that, like for what? for what that's, and that's what I think that like, like how deeply that's like that supremacist white supremacist specifically like idea of like you're trying to achieve this unobtainable ridiculous goal Mm -hmm. that ends up burning you out like burnout is such a real thing especially for like as like uh, because you and I are in this community where most of us work for ourselves so like we know a lot of people who are like doing the thing so like burnout is even more prevalent in that but like Mm -hmm it's it's everyone is what is the word like not exposed there we're all exposed to burnout but we're all susceptible yeah like that I don't think like sort of that word um, I know yeah I think my brain is just like feels like that's not the right word but I think that is the right word and yeah just like knowing that that like what who are you trying to impress like that was something I had to like really break down with my goals was like who are these goals for yeah like are you are you trying to impress your parents like yeah for for what just like and I think that was that was a beautiful that we didn't even talk about before this that was the thought that I was having with all this is like for what and who oh I just went away we, the whole tra- whole train of thought just went away, but it will come back. Do that you have just... turned down for what second your head? Is that what's looping in your head as well? No, no. I was like, as soon as you said for what, so many times I was like, turn down for what? Um, which actually turned down. I'm assuming. Please on Urban Dictionary. I don't know. Give me the lexicon of this. I'm assuming tur- it turned down means like. I'm assuming it means turn up, right? It, well, no, turn up is to turn up. So what's turn down? Well, it's turn saying like, why, why would, would you like, turn like, down? Like, why would you turn down? Yeah, okay, like, I was why would you like turn down? down for what? I got it. I got it. I got it. I understand <laughs> okay. it now. So maybe this is a longer conversation that we needed to have about these lyrics. But 
Right, we can edit this Turn out. up for what? I want to change it. So what I'm saying is I want to change it to turn up for what? Why am I turning up to actual exactly. events? If I don't want to go, why am I turning up to to situations if I'm not in the mood? Why am I turning up? Why am I turning down to nap? Why like I can't with this one. I can't with this metaphor. It's not happening for me. But you <laughs> you get what we're saying. Yeah. Why? Like start asking yourself the other way. Like just flip it for a week and be like, why do I need to work right now? Instead of like when I why am I saying I can't take a nap? Yes. Mm. Oh, no, my like, thought why, came back. Okay, go. Because um, it's yeah, exactly. I knew it would come back. Of just the thought that like if you take like I'm not even defining white supremacy of what it normally is, but if you take the word supremacy, like it means thinking you are the best of like you're supreme you're the, the yeah. best of all um which is like the definition but you know what I'm saying <laughs> don't quote yeah. me people <laughs> um it pretty much is look it up. but it is like to take like to look at a In word name, and down of what it, yeah exactly like the the energetic meaning of it as well and in the name and that is what is ingrained in us like that is grind culture it's like for what you're trying to be the best and what if you allowed yourself to make more mistakes? Like, what if we were allowed to not grind so much? And what if we like, like just held, held ourselves to what we wanted. And like, that's where I think this lens is being shifted for us is like taking away from like the Supreme view and looking at the individual view and knowing that we are, we have to follow our individual guidance basically of yeah. what we're supposed to be doing here and not these these goals for what for what I know I was just <laughs> I was looking at a reference because it reminded me so much of one of my new favorite quotes from Tony Morrison who I learned about in this girl trek black history boot camp that I'm going to talk about mm -hmm. after this Tony Morrison should be more famous author um and writer and she said you are your best thing you are your best thing and I You're think about that thing, T-H-I-N-D. Thing. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Like you are the best thing in your mm -hmm. life. You are your best thing. Yeah. And when you talk about best, like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say don't do your best. Don't try to be the best. Just try to be your fucking best. Yeah. When you're trying to be your best, you don't have time or energy to worry about someone else's best. One, I feel like a good example of this, I, look it up, another beautiful, uh, great black history to, you know, and fun for sports fans is The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix mm -hmm. right now. Talk about a man who was so obsessed, like he was competitive too, but so obsessed with being his fucking best, mm -hmm. that he didn't have time to like, were like, he was so much better because he was just trying to be his best all ways and making mm -hmm. and by doing that he made everybody else their best right by supporting how they could be their best in their own way like as a teammate I was like this is such a perfect mm. example of like us like in our own circles like think of your family like I know my family right now is going through a revolution and it's just mm. kind of like at one point I was like I need to be my best and I know because I showed up as my best I have made it okay, allowable, easier for my family members to show up as their best. Mm. I don't know what that is for them. They got to figure that out. That's not my worries. My worries is showing up as my best. And so I think there's a difference between wanting to be the best for what? Again, like for what trophy, for what acknowledgement are you going to get outside that makes you feel like you're your best versus... Mm striving every day to wake up and just be a better not even a better you but like be a more you you be a more yeah. authentic you mm -hmm. what unfolding of you is going to be today and the next day and the next day and get excited about how you are going to learn more about yourself in every step and breath you take that's experience that's life is living so yeah. be that type of best strive to be your best rather than like the world's best Mm. cool it's fun I definitely would love to be like in Ripley's believe it or not for something like world's best no that's that's kind of like world's weirdest but whatever I would that's be in Ripley's right. for something stupid but I'm stupid don't get don't cancel us for Ripley's <laughs> Ripley's believe it or not found don't cancel us we are your 
hey, all Ripley's lives matter. Okay, anyway, I'm done. So, <laughs> okay, I have to edit that out. <laughs> we're, we're taking that all Ripley's believers All wax figures' lives matter. <laughs> I can't. All record holders' lives matter. I stand by that. Keep that in. <laughs> oh, I approve it. Yeah, that was approved. We'll stop at that segment. Did you have more to add on that? Before? Um, no, I think there is this will I do want to touch on something, but I think you should talk first. It's related to this, but like bringing in the new earth. Yes. So I'll I already talked about this. I just want to again shout out to Girl Trek. In another one, I believe it's also just look up Girl Trek, but girltrek.org, I believe. Mm -hmm. Vanessa Garrison, Morgan Dixon, two incredible black women, one living in Washington, D.C., one living in Ghana right now. And they started this 21-day Black History Boot Camp. And essentially, it's part of their mission as Girl Trek is to get, get black women walking because they understand that, the, that black women are at higher health risks in general and just also using walking meditation and walking as a new form of meditation and a practice of radical self-care um, and radical self-love talked about in Sonia um, Renee Taylor's The Body is Not an Apology. So they're all kind of looping in as far as resources, but it's been for me just to share my experience. I, and I even joined a little bit late. You can like join and do an email list or they have all of the podcasts just like on, I think it's just on like Apple Podcasts and stuff. And so they're 30 minutes and they're meant to be, you know, listened to while walking. But they also highlight a prominent, unfortunately not as well-known black woman of history each day. So it's 30 minutes and it's a great way for me to feel like, okay, I can digest this in a stream, in a condensed way where I can really ruminate on this woman and learn more and do more, you know, uh, research myself if I'm interested later that day and I'm walking and it's, it's been beautiful. But also again, like I talked about the power of a conversation, just to hear these two black women who are going through it. Like we're all going through it, but having the same questions of like, how do, how are we perpetuating white supremacy as black women with our, our, you know, signing up to continue going with the grind culture? How are we keeping this going, even though we're fighting against it in our lives? Mm -hmm. Like, so really when we want to be out fighting, is it more revolutionary for us to fucking go out and lay on the blanket and not work at all and sit mm -hmm. in the sun and get our vitamin D? So they're mm -hmm. also having these conversations and they've, they've definitely, they've opened up the space and they talk about it in one of the third or fourth episode about like opening up the space for allies and saying like, we welcome all allies, anybody, what you're looking, you know, what you're looking like, how we are, because this is how we are all going to do this together. We need our allies. Mm -hmm. They also highlight so many of these women who had these allies that gave them the platform or that were able to help them echo the voice and that's what we are needing well, that's what we're seeing right now of these allies and it's just been a such a beautiful take I can't recommend them enough but like some of the women Ella Jo Baker Shirley Chisholm Toni Morrison yesterday's I got to Eartha Kitt and talking mm. about oh and colorism and her life and also just how oh it's just it's so mm. good I, that could honestly be its own but I really have just felt so passionately about this the group girl track and I've just really had such a beautiful experience with it and I've recommended it to all of my friends and black friends white friends everybody's been coming back to me like this is amazing this is beautiful I, I feel so much more just educated in, in just this woman's history and also again learning these things it's like it can be really um upsetting I will say for me like mm. where I'm like why the fuck am I almost 30 years old and I'm just learning about all of Jill Baker mm. and like yeah of course I can go out and do my own history but why was that not part of my like elementary history why was that right. not part of my schooling, our mm -hmm. schooling. Exactly. Um, so give yourself grace, give it all grace, but say, okay, mm -hmm. you know what though? For the future, for the future. So, mm -hmm. and as far as, actually, I'd love to hear what you want to talk about with bringing in the new, because I have a really good point that came from one of the Girl Trek kind of conversations been a theme, but yeah, I just wanted mm -hmm. to get that out there. Girl yes. Trek, please listen to them. It's been amazing. Yes. Please share um, your experience with them. And they've gotten over during this time, over a hundred thousand women walking in this. That's so it's, it's been beautiful. I feel like I can honestly cry. I'm getting emotional, but yeah, it's, it's I awesome. have full body chills. Please support them. Please support them. Yes. <sighs> oh, yes. Yeah, no, I think I just, I love how beautiful our conversations just unfold because in the beginning, it always feels like, 
so excited and like the pinball machine where you're like pulling back and then it shoots and it ends up actually making jumps. totally that and we're like where are we going on this point Bing, yep. somehow got and to, then got to the we point. get the jackpot yeah we got the jackpot. yeah I think like what I was saying kind of before with what white supremacy is and how it's that idea of being the best and being not trying to be like the dominated person whatever entity and taking in like shifting like in the spiritual community all of us have the conversation constantly about how we are awakening and this new people are being born onto this earth so that we can create a new earth and we can create this place where there is peace and the the idea that we're all equal and we're all working together and that idea which we've been we've been talking about and we're like that's the work that we do and we're we're thinking of like for me a long time I was doing that work through moon manifestation and teaching moon manifestation and like having that having that be the lens of how can I teach people to become more aware of themselves and step away from grind culture and step away from this need to have a contemporary job or life and how can you like life coaching is how like how can you have the life Mm -hmm. that you desire the most and when I was sitting down to really think about when all of this started happening I knew my guidance was get quiet like share the Mm -hmm. knowledge that you're receiving but get quiet and figure out what you why have you done all this work up until now and what are you now going to do going forward and yesterday when I was thinking about what we were going to talk about on this podcast episode I was it came to me of realizing there is no point in teaching moon manifestation if I am not first dismantling and destroying the current systems that Mm -hmm. are go against everything that moon manifestation is working towards and Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if I continue to sit there at my altar and do and worship the new moon and manifest on the new moon like I did last night it's child's play until I am going out into the world and dismantling the systems that are in place of that and so that means what we're talking about here of like dismantling how you continually perpetuate grind culture how you continuously look at all your racist racist behaviors whether they're overt or they're microaggressions like however it is you have to analyze all of that and then on top of it I think yesterday for the first time and I think I want to share this because it was important to me like I realized for so long I thought that voting in the democratic system was a joke and I always was like yeah I get it like we have to Mm -hmm. it's a part of the thing so we have to do it and like we have to vote but I didn't take it seriously until yesterday it locked into me like no you have to vote because that is the only way that you're going to dismantle the system that is currently in place it's not just going to go away it's not just gonna like it's not somebody else's job to do that Nicole and so that's me being like if you still feel like this is external we have to go within and be like if you are doing spiritual work if you have devoted yourself to anything of trying to have a life of freedom especially if you are white and you are not putting yourself in the front line in the way that you need to and it's not always I know I'm not supposed to be out on the street protesting but I do know what I can do and how I can become a part and like just so yeah I ask you to think about what it means to you why did you so I asked myself some questions and I want to share those with you is like and you I said like what does worshiping the moon mean to you you can take worshiping the moon out and just be say like what does your spirit spiritual practice mean to you and for me that was the devotion to the feminine and the masculine the ability to flow the ability to have a life where I'm free to choose whatever I want to do having space and time to learn and like that is the opposite of the current system that we live in like mm-hmm. e- like it's the complete opposite of what we currently that's why live everybody's in. like okay sure jan yeah yeah okay like you can do that and that's why everybody's like how how oh how can i live and travel and work? it's like dude you you're actually doing it right now like that's what people are doing right now is working from home what everybody thought was like such a luxury before not everybody mm-hmm. i don't want to say that but it's like right. these luxuries and things like well you know what it happened actually and it took this to happen but it happened so now right 
are you going to continue saying that's impossible that you could ever work from home when you've mm. managed to do it this time? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, are you, again, are you choosing to, to perpetuate it? But I think that everything you said, Nicole, was beautiful. I think that was a perfect yeah, way think, to ask yourself. Yeah, just keep asking yourself. And then I sat and I asked myself, like, what are three possible things that I could actually start doing to dismantle the ways that I do it and so one was the biggest one is what we were talking about like really finding the ways in which it comes up in my personal life how am I like the coffee I'm drinking constantly questioning and you'll get to that and then voting and like really learning like taking the time to learn about elected officials learning about who like who you contact in your government like the last time I learned about the U.S. government was in fifth grade and so I had to I sat down on my computer dust off these history books yeah where's conjunction junction no well that's obviously grammar but they do the i'm just the bill there yeah yes that's that was my last contact Mm -hmm. the governmental education exactly before obviously all of this i feel like so yeah you're like anything like me yeah (laughs) just dust those history rock was your last reference for governmental education then i get it i see you i honor you we're stepping up i see a step no shame yeah i'm not having shame about it it was no, catchy song. So. That's how I learn. Okay. Exactly. And yeah, I think that's like my last little nugget is, and we'll probably talk about this more because it's kind of a big one, but mm-hmm. in order to dismantle the systems that are currently in place, we have to use the systems to dismantle the system. So we have to uh-huh. vote to get that stuff out and we have to use the system basically against it. And we have been with social media. We, we've learned as yes. the people we how to use social media. To hack media, and it's pretty it's fucking Capricorn, badass. Capricorn, isn't that what is it? Is it Uranus? Is um, what is our generational? Because I know there's Pluto, Pluto, and Scorpio. Isn't Pluto and Scorpio, which is the planet for transformation? Yep, which is the generation we were all born under. So we're, we're all born under. Return. That's where we're all just emos and trying to rage against the machine. Exactly. <laughs> That's why they are Rage Against the Machine is essentially our, our generation Saturn is in Capricorn. Saturn, but. Saturn and Capricorn. Yeah, but using the structure to create mm-hmm. new structures. And that's the thing is like what we yes. talked about kind of last week with the spiritual community. I know we're talking about spiritual community, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to try as much to come from a, an area where we can branch this out to all communities. Or you can, of course, find what resonates with you, drop what doesn't. But mm-hmm. I think it's also, oh, I lost my point now. I have only, I have Bill. I don't know what it's called. Oh, 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 oh. So when we're talking about, <laughs> yes, yes, Capricorn. Okay. So we're back. I'm back. Yeah, we're back. Oh my God. Please look up because I can't be the only person. Me and my sister can't be the only person to know that reference, which is from old SNL. I think it was Jimmy Fallon and like maybe he would also have guests. Was it also Will Fair? But the, maybe it's just Jimmy Fallon. And he was like a radio host. And he would always have like, wow, KSS. And he was just like making fun of all the sounds. And then he'd be like on a commercial break. And he'd come up and be like, yeah, we're back. And it would get like more <laughs> obnoxious. He'd be like, hell, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Like, and it's the most, it's so stupid. Please watch I it. I love that. On YouTube after this. Okay. Um, just going to share some joy. But... No, so we want to have these conversations be for the general community, even though we will be talking about like astrology and spiritual community yeah. and life coaching and all that stuff. And that's, of course, again, that's where our experience is, is nestled in at this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to try to keep it as general as we can. And one thing, talking about the new one, we were talking about, you know, using the system to dismantle the system and rebuild a new, but first we must dismantle it. And how do we do that? We've already talked about like, you know, grind culture is one way that we can look within ourselves of where we are grinding unnecessarily, where we are resisting rest and ease in our bodies and our minds and our hearts. Why are we doing that? Questioning how, you know, we're, we're part of these cogs, you can say, or a cog in the system, whatever, rage against the machine, you know what I'm saying, all that. But I think another one, one point, and this goes with it, one point that was mentioned in one of the girl tracks, and I can't remember what, but it was a theme. We were talking, and they were talking about just how a lot of these Black women died, and it was, you know, stroke or heart disease, but there was one woman, and, and I, hope, I hope to go back and, and look at the resource, but there was one of the women that literally on her death certificate, the cause of death was exhaustion. And I believe one of the women, Vanessa or Morgan, brought up, they're like, I wonder how many 
if we were honestly just honest, like how many doctors we could see for black women and just women and people of all nations, all sides, like how many people are actually just dying from exhaustion? Because right. we can say for black women, a lot of these health conditions, these pre-existing conditions and all this is a lot mm-hmm. of trauma mm-hmm. and a, a lot of, in our hearts, our bodies and our minds of working to the fucking bone, working to live. Mm-hmm. And so to tail back at the beginning of this, no, I don't want to work to live and I don't want to live only to work either. I don't want, mm. I want to live to live. I want to live to learn. I want to learn at this point, I feel like we're all learning to live mm-hmm. and how we want to live in the future. So mm-hmm. they talked about, yeah, just the, for black women, again, like the, and again, so many good research and articles and people that are speaking out uh, about, you know, how white supremacy has also infiltrated the healthcare system for a lot of minority groups and kind of working against them. Yeah. So that's a whole other uh, topic, but Mm -hmm. Vanessa and Morgan on Girl Trek, they were talking about like, you know, we honor all of these women. We honor these women for how hard they work and all the incredible strides that they made, you know, Shirley Chisholm being the first woman and black woman to run for the president's candidacy. Ella Jo Baker, who used her incredible cooking skills to pretty much fund the whole civil rights movement, and we don't know about her. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how incredible the feats that they did and all, all of, you know, and, and as a black woman, you're like, oh my God, like how many fucking walls and doors did they have slammed in their face? Mm-hmm. And they kept showing up. And you're like, it's beautiful. And it's, and there's a pride that comes from it, but also they're like, where does it stop though? Because we are seeing the pattern mm-hmm. that these women died either sometimes alone or with depression, mental health issues, exhaustion, exhaustion, I'm exhausted, um, exhaustion. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. where are we, where, how can we find ourselves in the balance of honoring our ancestors and sometimes not dishonoring, but, you know, being able to reconcile with the ancestors that we might not have been a part of what they have done to, to this land, to people on this land, but we can rectify it in ourselves by choosing not to perpetuate that in the future where we're going. And so where's the balance of, again, honoring, but also choosing for now with us, for our lives, for this time, where we want to take it. Because again, with the grind culture, we're saying, yes, you know, that grind culture is what made those strides, what made the civil rights what made all these mm-hmm. incredible women able to fucking weather the shit they were up against and to be diamonds from the pressure mm-hmm. but they sh- they were always diamonds they didn't need that pressure and it's right. and so so it's really for me that's something I'm asking of myself is like and this was a big thing you know to get we're out of the spiritual closet right now guys so to get woo woo mm-hmm. alert we'll say my, like one of my most prominent guides and angels that I have in my life is my grandma Rosa. And mm-hmm. I speak with her often, all the time. She is with me all the time. And she passed away when I was very young. And so I never had that time with her. And so now I feel like mm-hmm. I have a new relationship with her in this new space. But one of the first mm-hmm. things when I was kind of having my awakening, she told me, and when I was asking about, you know, work and this and this, and, and the biggest thing I remember, she just said, like, and I heard the whisper so clearly, and it was, let it be easy and it was just so easeful just baby let it be easy like if you keep grinding if you keep trying to like outwork or compete with how hard I work then the whole reason that you came in here just to live and just to be black joy and black ease and black excellence it's it's negated you negate that by continuing to grind yes. and so in so many other ways I know so many like immigrant families or people who come from, you know, and like they didn't, they, they grinded away and they risked their lives to get their and or sorry, their, you know, generations past them to a point where they don't have to grind, that they could have mm-hmm. a life of their dreams. Even if, even if the older generations can't see it now, that what was behind it is so that we could all yeah. be our fullest expressions of ourselves without limit. So that's what I, that was one of my practices that I've been, and what I wanted to leave, like my final note is an easy practice is just to ask yourself why in each moment, get really fucking clear about your intentions behind the the actions that you're doing. Even why am I buying this coffee? You know, when you go about the coffee, but it's like, why am I buying it? Cause it tastes good. Cause Mm -hmm. it's, you know, cause it's the cheapest. 
Does it make me feel good? Why am I drinking coffee still? Does it still make me feel good? Or is this just something Mm -hmm. I've perpetuated because I wanted to stay up because I always thought I needed to get up and work harder. And so then I always had coffee all day. Yes. You know, Mm -hmm. like that's a whole different system of the grind culture that you didn't know. Yet You just asked yourself why you're having coffee. It can be a simple thing. And I've just been asking myself, why am I, you know, saying I can't nap right now? Why am I making up excuses not to go for a walk right now? Why do I feel like going for a long walk is too luxurious for me today? Mm -hmm. You know, ask yourself, why do I, why do I feel like I can only play the Sims for two hours at a time? Like, don't limit my creativity. Don't limit my joy. So ask yourself, ask yourself why. That's my, mm-hmm. my biggest advice for how we are going to, how I am, am at this moment choosing to bring in my new future is to live it, to mm. question what I'm doing before, why I'm doing it and shift the pattern right then and there and start living it, yes. living the information. I'm, you know, that's how integration happens. Take the information, mm-hmm. live it as much as you can and don't be afraid to make mistakes. This is a space again, sitting in space like, I, I'm a person in a, in the very basic sense that learns from making mistakes, but I'm also a person mm. that hates looking dumb or had hated looking dumb or thought that would make me look bad or whatever. So this is a big thing mm. where I'm like, mistakes is how I learn. I welcome mistakes because then I will rarely make them ever again. So you know mm-hmm. what? How about we do that? How about we have more of that attitude um, with yes. all of us learning so much right now? So yeah, that's what I, that's my final note. I love that. Yeah, I feel like mistakes are also resistance to white supremacy. So like, I feel like- Absolutely. Owning mistakes is absolutely a fuck you to white supremacy. Absolutely. Welcoming- And loving loving yourself Loving yourself the whole time through is the the Mm -hmm. ultimate fuck you. The ultimate easiest fuck you, love yourself like no one and understand that you are your best thing. That is the, I feel like that's the easiest first place to start. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's what I was, while you were saying you're like advising to ask yourself why I was going to just add of like, notice if you want to judge yourself for your answer. Like, do you think like, if you're like, oh, I want to drink coffee because it doesn't even feel good, but I'm just used to it. And it's like, all right, well, just like, don't judge yourself. Just ask yourself why and let the answer come. And I think that's. And let. And be able to still drink that coffee and love yourself for drinking that coffee well aware that you don't really need to, but that you're in this pattern where you are. And right now, it feels good to have a little bit, but maybe you're going to try to have a little bit less tomorrow. Love yourself through all of it. And that's a perfect point because the last thing I wanted to say, how many times am I going to say the last thing? Um, No, but the things, again, very common, the things that you judge so harshly about yourself Cause this is why I say, get straight with yourself, get aligned in yourself because the things you'll notice what you judge about yourself is exactly what you judge other people on and usually more harshly. And so what we are talking about right now, as far as how you, you know, your body is not an apology, how you can find rest, how you can find alignment in yourself, why that's so important. Because once you start to forgive yourself and love yourself endlessly, it becomes nearly impossible to not see other people in that light. You have to seek out to find shit to like stir up about someone else. Trust me, stirring shit was my pastime. I, well, no, it wasn't. Being, being close to someone else stirring shit and me just being able to watch on like, just like unassuming, just like in the background, that was my, that was my, now I run to, I'm like, ew, no, or I stop it, Mm -hmm. which all of us should be doing, but like, you'll be, you reject it. It gets rejected because you're like, this doesn't feel good. And I love myself too much to want to be part of this. And I also know that they should love themselves enough to not be part of this. So yes. how can we get each other? How can we support each other? Again, you are your best thing. You be your best thing. Other people will follow suit. You give people the permission mm. to follow suit. Yes. Oh, <sighs> what a beautiful conversation. Everybody would actually, let's just take like one big ass deep breath. Just as like a beautiful closing together. Yes. Love it. Oh, Love this. As always, conversation with you is amazing. So fun and just so great, you guys. And I'm sure we messed up so many things. I'm sure all the links I said are going to show up not 
there be no what it's called google you'll find it so exactly that's our first single it's called google you'll find it available now on it. It. <laughs> but yeah so this is this has been the third of well the third episode of this podcast but technically i guess like the first official for your conscious consideration yes. Nicole and Candace, and we're super excited to continue doing this if you guys have ideas for things you want us to talk about or topics that are you're ruminating over ruminating was what i was thinking of earlier mm, not ruminating. yes ruminating mm-hmm. let us know we have all of our information on the page that you're probably finding the podcast on or in there you can reach out to us individually mm-hmm. and yeah we're super excited to come back and keep talking about this always gorgeous and lovely and magical nicole thank you so much for being my beautiful Absolutely. rock during this conversation and bringing all of your experience all of your raw authentic power to it mm. same to you my love i just I feel like we're healing ourselves in these conversations and it it just always is such a an amazing experience every time we sit down to talk. So good. So. And we're helping others to find their own healing too, which yes. is like the biggest cherry on top. With Absolutely. And caramel. Both of caramel. So I'm yes. obviously going to go eat now, but okay. We love you guys. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay holy.